Thanks for tuning in to the meditation conversation. Hop on over to karagoodwin.com. You can get a free 10-minute guided meditation right on the homepage to help you experience deep levels of peace. I also have lots of resources to learn meditation and to support your practice. And of course, by supporting those services, you are supporting my work, including the production of this very podcast to assist more souls on their path to awakening. Thank you for your support and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Meditation Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin. I am really, really excited today to welcome Charles Matthew. I have really been looking forward to connecting with him. Charles has had a rich and windy path from the practical world of high-tech engineering to energy healer and crystalline energetics coach. His engineering career began in 1966 with the Department of Defense, and by the late 70s, he was exploring energetics, which includes an incredible story of levitation, um, or incredible stories, but he, uh, he has explored even uh, levitating his own physical being into the air. He's helped hundreds of people over the years to improve their lives, and he's recently been called out of retirement in order to teach others his methodologies. So welcome, Charles. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, and I'm, I'm so very much looking forward to this. Very, very much. Thank you. What, a, what an introduction. You got it all, all correct and everything. Wow. Thank you. Oh, Good. I nailed it. You did. You did. <laughs> well, I want to start by just talking about how your skills manifested. It's so intriguing how you've blended the two worlds of engineering and energetics, and these aren't always complementary. Um, you kind of have your feet in two boats or two worlds. Um, so let's just start with that. How did, how did your skills start to manifest and how did you start bridging these worlds? In 66, I started engineering school and, and at the same time I was, um, um, employed as with DOD department of defense, uh, because I was a geek and, uh, um, and, and so I just went through and, and did my engineering thing and, and did the, um, uh, uh the, the, the government type work. And I continued with that. And I thought that was really, really, really going to be what I wanted to do. Graduated. And I, I um, from a job point of view, moved to Houston, got stressed out. Um, I, 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 when I was in college, I was um, uh, in a fraternity doing things that fraternity uh, fraternities do. I was president of it. So I was just a regular college kid. Yeah. By that time, I, I kind of dropped the geekness. Um, because I was hanging out with um, uh, senators of, of, of uh, U.S. senators like John Tower and some others and House of Representative people. Uh, and this goes back to the um, uh, to the early 70s. Very, very different. Moved to Houston for a job and I was getting stressed out. I, I, I would, my, my big sin of the time was drinking and I would drink. Uh, uh, supper was happy hour or I was out with a client. And I knew something was wrong and I wanted to do something. So I, I, I did, I went to a meditation group and meditation, what's that? And, and I went and I tried it out. I liked it. It was transcendental meditation TM. And I continued to do that twice a day in the morning, in the evening, 20 minutes, 20 minutes. And I, and I liked it. I liked it. Uh, uh, and I liked it. I went on a few retreats, weekend retreats, and I just uh, continued with that. And um, I knew something was wrong with my life, even though I was doing very well uh, in my work. I was um, uh, bringing electronics to the to the um, uh, unknown unknown world. Uh, uh, trying to show people what solid state was, what transistors were, because I was back in the very early part. 1966 is when I started. Uh, 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 I was doing things before that, 
But this is before there were iPhones or, or, or personal computers and, and people just didn't know what all this was. Some of it worked sometimes, some of it didn't. And, and I was still getting, something was way off. So I said, whoops, I'm going to take a break. I'm not in the right place. Uh, uh, let me go to graduate school. So I did. And one of the, I, I went to graduate school to get more of an in-depth, deeper feeling of what meditation, what TM was doing for me, because I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so well that whenever someone had um, uh, the smell of any drugs in their clothes or, or, if, or if they were doing something in a, in a room or in a house, I was gone. Uh, by the, I did drink a lot, but but the drug thing I stayed away from any any kind of drugs, and um, uh, so I went to a um, a, a, a neat university, a, a Southern Methodist University, and there was a long uh, a break at Christmas time, and I went up to Fairfield, Iowa, Maharishi International University, for two weeks, cost $3,000, and I was going to learn how to levitate and become invisible, and 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 things would be better. Well, okay, I did it, and um, uh, the third evening meditation, I said, okay, you're ready to fly, do this, and uh, I'm, I'm sitting on some foam pads, uh, foam, uh, uh, just regular foam pads, but pretty thick, and um, uh, the instructions were to, to to do this, and then you'll levitate. And I went okay, and I'm doing this, and I'm say, and I said to myself internally, not out loud, God, if I levitate, I'll be of service to life for life. I, you know, if I if I lift up, I'll be of service for life. I lifted up just then, levitated in the air, like like hopped up in the air, and then bounced down, and I continued to do that twice a day for several years. Wow. And your physical body. And my physical was coming body. Coming off of my the mat. My physical body was lifted up off wow. the mat. Wow. And I was sitting in a, in a lotus position, a yoga type of lotus position. And I physically rose up. Uh, I'm not sure how many feet or inches, but, but it, it would be variable. And uh, I could, if by putting my weight forward, I could propel around, uh, do some distance. Um, in fact, um, uh, when they had us all in a big room, uh, I would, uh, uh, it was a big dome and they would play basketball in there. So there's a basketball court. And I actually one time went around the basketball car, uh, court three times, which is quite a distance, like just hopping in the wow. air in lotus position. I, I mean, I, I couldn't have either even crawled uh, um, uh, from a lotus position around uh, probably 100 feet, but I, I, was, I was very, very good with it. What I what I discovered that it was doing for me, and what I told it was doing for me, was it was synchronizing my brain waves. There were some real scientific in- experiments done. Uh, part of the scientific exp- scientific experience involved changing the consciousness of the world, uh, called the Maharishi effect, and it did change the consciousness in the world as monitored by nightly news in various places. And I was part of that. Um, what about, go ahead. Sorry. Can I ask you, you said it synchronized the brain waves. What was it synchronizing it to? They were just all in sync with each other. Uh, there were, um, there were, uh, EEGs. I think that's what it is for the brain. Um, uh, I, 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 I myself didn't go through the testing, but there were, I, I volunteered for it and others were chosen. And um, um, it was mainly because I, I had to go back to uh, to university, to SMU, and uh, um, uh, and and that that was the report. Reports were written by accredited uh, 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 researchers with PhDs. Uh, the effect was noticed as measured by news. The the reports of the news it worked. Is is from all I could see, at least it was proven to work, and. Um, uh, and that it, that totally changed my life. Here I am, a degreed engineer, wow. working in high tech, and you want to talk about uh, um, experiencing becoming invisible, levitating in the air, having brainwave synchronization. Very, 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 very difficult to do that, uh, and is very, very, very much preferred. Now I can use some some 
uh, 2020 technology, or actually earlier, like uh, the brainwave synchronization uh, helped out the uh, parasympathetic, which basically reduced a stress state, and it was measurement of doing that, and, uh, and, and it was just phenomenal. So I said, hey, this engineering, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a different path. I'm going to really explore meditation. And this was in 77, uh, uh, December of 77. So I still continued with that. I still continued with, with graduate school. I was also on an internship there. <clears throat> or actually, I was a graduate assistant. Let me, sorry, let me, let me um, ask okay. the invisibility. Did you also mm-hmm. get to that state too, where mm-hmm. you were invisible? I was told I wasn't. Yeah. And I I looked at other people and they went invisible. Or to me, they were invisible. Okay. They they did the technique and they were invisible. I could see through them. Wow. Um, And so did you, is that a. Mm -hmm. As far as me seeing myself or on a camera, I never did that. No. Okay. What was that like for you? Did it, did you feel like you, your physical body was dissolving or as far as you could tell you were physical still? I had a different feeling. I couldn't relate or calibrate that feeling, uh, uh, readily to, to anything that, that I could validate. So I'm going to have to say it was a self experience and other people were in the room saying they noticed things differently. And I knew something was happening, but like that I have pictures of it. Take a picture. I'm here. Take a picture. I'm gone. It wasn't like that. It was like what I could see and sense through my own eyes. And That's I so fascinating. And I discovered I also had intuition and I discovered I was a healer and I discovered I was a healer in, in 79. I was at a, at a workshop on Huna. And, um, which I had, which was supposedly a way of exploring what I was experiencing that was so different from the real world that I could touch, that I saw on TV news, that uh, I could drive a car in, um, those type things were, were just so, those were solid. Those, 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 those were, those were laws. Well, disappearing in 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 in, val- in 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 defying gravity. Wow. Excuse me. And so, what I wanted okay. to do is find out what these other laws were, and develop this thing that I call that was someone called healing, because I did feel it. Uh, we we were to pair we paired up, and I paired up with another person, uh, and and the instructions were to put out your hands toward the other person, palms toward the other person and send energy to them. And so I went, okay, I did that. And the other person was doing that to me and I'm sending this energy out. And all of a sudden my hand starts shaking and the other person says, I feel it. I feel it. I'm looking and what's in the instructor comes over. I feel it too. You're a healer. And I went, what? (laughs) And, uh, um, so what what I what I figured out what this was this was energy coming out of my hands, and this just opened up new ex, new experiences for me. And I went I discovered there was something called intuition, which I actually had used quite a bit before. Uh, I just didn't didn't call it intuition. I called it a gut feeling. All right, and uh, uh, so I, I discovered more and more about uh, um, uh, what some of the possibilities were, like healing the body with your hands. Or with your thoughts, and and of course, here I am, here I am, graduate student. Um, uh, 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 actually, I, I had already graduated. This would have been in the May time frame of '79, and I grad and and um, uh, so I'm going. Wow, I've this I've got to know more of and more of. So this was my avocation, while while I continued in the high tech world. And in that phase of my life, I was in the marketing, high-tech marketing and selling of board testers, electronic equipment, very, very high-tech. And um, uh, so people were interested, corporate people were interested in the results. And I got really good results. 
meaning lots of customers and, and uptime for the equipment, good selection of the equipment. And, uh, uh, and I continued in my other world uh, with, um, with the levitating, with, um, with the meditating. No, actually, I'd stopped, medi- I, I stopped meditated, meditating in 80, 81 with the TM technique um, because sadly, there was um, the, the, there was too much goofiness within the um, hierarchy and the lieutenants within the transcendental meditation system, kind of like a church. You've got all the pol- politics and kind of like the government politics. You've got all the all the politics of that, and that just turned me off. Um, the go- trying trying to be a, worship a guru. Now I did really believe strongly with Maharishi Mahashyongi what what he was and what he did, and it was wonderful. It was beautiful. However, the people that were lieutenants and sergeants kind of working under him had their own stuff and it was brought out on the orders or directions that they gave. And I just said, can't have that. So um, from that time on. That's so interesting. I've had a very, sorry. No, go ahead, please. Oh, I just, I've had a similar experience because I I came up through the teachings of Yogananda. That was kind of my path, uh, Paramahansa Yogananda. And that was my pathway to meditation. And so it wasn't exactly TM. It was his technique. And um, I, you know, really went deeply with his teachings and really resonate with him as a master. Um, but I had, I kind of, uh, I was, you know, initially immersed in a, in a group that was devo- uh, devotional to, to him as a guru and, um, but you know, he's been dead since 1952. So it's, it's like, you know, these other leaders interpretations of what his legacy is, you know, and, and so I, things got confounded and confusing, um, because, you know, you're not learning directly from the master. I mean, you maybe in the, in the ether, you are, but from like an organizational standpoint, things aren't so they, it got to the point where they weren't so clear anymore. And it, it, there was like, um, for me, it, it wasn't, it wasn't seamless, you know, between like the teachings of the master and my interpretation, my experience of them, and then like dealing with an organization and the politics and the, you know, the, the, um, drive, you know, the ultimate kind of drive for that, uh, the, the survival of, of the organization, you know, it, there was some, uh, asynchronistic (laughs) things where things didn't always feel totally aligned for me. So I've had a similar, similar trajectory myself as well. Yeah. So, so let's go more into your, your healing. You know, you, you touched on how that started to manifest and how you started to, um, experience that through, through the workshop, through the discovery of it moving through your hands. And, and, um, and then you were talking about how in the the early eighties, you kind of put meditation aside. Did you continue with the, the healing? Did things kind of transfer to more of the, the healing work and channeling your energy in that way? Um, how did things go from there? Well, I had to test what I, what was going on because one, the one big thing that I learned in, in engineering school is same given, same result, same given, same result, same given, same result. So I wanted to be able to repeat results and, and, uh, and, and I, and I like to experiment. <clears throat> so I, I, I put my hands on people where they had pain and the pain would go away. And I just did this with my friends. So I said, wait, there's something here. Let me learn more about it. So I got a few books and read them. I said, whoops, I've got to study more. Uh, who can I study with? What's a good group? Well, I traveled quite a bit, so it didn't matter corporate-wise uh, in, in my electronics field still. So it didn't, it didn't make sense to go to workshops. However, I, what I did is I just hired for by paying by the hour the, the best healer I could find in Austin, Texas, 
and got lessons from him. And that further developed my ability. But actually what those lessons brought out was some things that I was thinking intuitively the the day before the appointment or the next appointment. And I found out that that I was intuitively discovering things. And I was intuitively discovering where to put my hands on the person's body. And um, uh, and, and I was becoming quite good with that. So I went, wow, there's more to this. And let me get some structure. So in uh, 81, I went through the first level of Reiki. And uh, 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 at that time, it was a whole weekend first level. Then I did the second level because what Reiki did is it gave me structure as to the order and how to put my hands on someone. And all you did is you just touched them. Uh, you didn't really say anything, didn't really do any talking. And uh, uh, and I was pretty good with that. So uh, six months later, I did a second degree. And uh, 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 that was a weekend also. And uh, and I still continued with Reiki. And I said, whoa, there's something to this. Let me do some other things. And uh, I discovered um, uh, 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 in, in 80, uh, 81 time frame, I discovered this thing called a crystal. And uh, I, I went into a small chiropractor's office and there was a gentleman in the, in the waiting room selling crystals from a table. And there happened to be a smoky crystal there. It was kind of a brownish, uh, blackish type thing. And, and it was talking to me in my head. Like a smoky and, quartz? Yes, a smoky quartz, exactly. And it was talking to me, and I and I looked at that, and I said, "Whoa, something's going on here. Let me buy it." I bought it. It's forty dollars, most expensive thing on the table. And uh, um, wow! So I went and I and I played with the crystal, and I went, "This is pretty good. Let me let me get another one." So I bought some more, and and uh, uh, and 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 I bought some more, and I finally caught on. Well, how much is the whole table? How much is the whole shop? And so I've uh, over the eighties, um, I bought a lot more crystals and, and I played with crystals and, and, and got what they did and, 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 and uh, played with crystals quite a bit to, uh, uh, to where I, where I have, where I bought thousands of them. I bought out several stores and I knew there was just a lot there and I could feel a lot within the crystals and things developed within me. So I, I had the hands and, and I wanted to, to, to say, well, what, what other, what, what else could I master? Because I mastered the, the, um, uh, the Reiki thing. In fact, I became a Reiki master back, uh, it would have been in the 85 timeframe. And, uh, uh, because back, uh, earlier, I, I just didn't have the time to put in. And back at that time, you had to apprentice for a year to become a Reiki master. Nowadays, you can become a Reiki master and a healer in a weekend. Um, or maybe even shorter, but but it's not quite the same thing. Um, so I, I, I work real well with my hands, and I discovered something um, that I just saw in a demonstration of called NLP, and how well it worked if uh, uh, with with regards to language. So I went, wow, okay, I'm going to study this sometime, and I actually did. It was back in the um, '84 time frame. So I learned NLP and learned it very well, then went on to get a, 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 essentially a master's in NLP with Stephen Connie Andreas. And I went, ooh, words really have an effect. Can I use this in what I do? And the answer to, to that was uh, yes. Uh, uh, how, how you say the words, the, the, uh, uh, this, this thing about um, uh, uh, the mind, in the subconsciousness of the mind, consciousness of the mind. So I learned it, and I discovered that I knew things more intuitively than uh, uh, what was um, what was being taught. But it was a great combination. I just kept on learning various type of types of techniques, and and just with with each of these, I became better and better. Like I first touched people, uh, okay, and then I could touch them and talk to them. And so now I wanted to do work with people in terms of just talking to them, not touching them. Uh, 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 and I, I got just as good results doing that. And so then I continued to draw other, other, um, other things into it. And I left the corporate world in 87, started my own electronics company, Electronic Service Center of Dallas, 
working, uh, maintaining computers, computer systems in highly critical environments, like running the, the uh, um, uh, one of my customers was Los Angeles uh, Water and Power. That's the electricity and water for Los Angeles. And what I did is I maintained the computers uh, uh, for, for that system. No computers, no electricity. Critical need. Flight simulators. Um, medical systems. And uh, this little small company, uh, uh, I did that with one foot. And my other foot, I started learning more about uh, and doing the um, the energy type work, which I used to call healing at the time. Nowadays, if you call it healing, you can get in trouble because uh, it's a word that's only reserved for doctors or who are authorized by doctors uh, to do healing that can do healing or talk about it. So that's okay because I just talk about symptoms nowadays and it's much easier to work with because I discovered that um, uh, pain or discomfort physical emotional pain is stuck energy and if you get the energy moving the pain goes away energy moving pain goes away energy moving pain goes away <clears throat> if the if the pain comes back it's just because um there's a, a, a self-sabotage program that's still in there and just reactivated things so you just have to go a little bit deeper in terms of getting the self-sabotage program out. And I figured out how to do that also. Um, and I, I learned that more in the, um, in the 2000 timeframe. I've just constantly been on, in this learning process, and I'm even in this learning process now. Well, I became quite good with it. And, um, uh, and in 2004, I got a call when I was in uh, Vienna, Austria, doing workshops out there. And... Um, uh, and, and by the way, I was uh, recognized as a shaman uh, by the largest private insurance company in uh, um, in Austria, as, uh, 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 which I thought was a pretty big deal. And that was by the... Um, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, recognized by... And, and I had doctor friends that would come to see me and bring their families to me. I, I did a lot of great work uh, um, in Europe. Very different than working in the U.S., very, very different. Yeah. Um, Wolfgang Conrad was the medical director of the insurance company, and that's who nominated me to put the plaque on the wall. Now, now uh, the insurance company didn't pay for my services, okay, but they just acknowledged that there was something as a shaman, or at least the medical director did. He he got in a lot of uh, a lot of uh, um, a lot of feedback from management about what he did, but that's okay. And, uh, oh, is that right? Oh, uh, yeah. He's he's a, he's a good he's a good friend. He's a good friend. Good friend. And um, Wolfgang Conrad. Yeah. So um, I I just continued, uh, uh, but but I, I got a call in two thousand four. It was from a doctor. Um, he said, uh, "This is Doctor So So and So, uh, Wright Patterson Air Force Base. Uh, your father's in the hospital. He has two weeks to live. Your mother asked me to call you." Because uh, uh, she's legally blind, this is 2004, and uh, uh, you have to. Uh, 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 she asked for you to come back here. So I said, "Okay, I'll be there within three days." Well, I was there within two. I just dropped everything. I had a, a month, month and a half of activities scheduled. I just, I just canceled it all. Went over there. Um, my father was in a hospital. He, it was true. So just being around him because you can't do very many things in the hospital, he got better. I was just just in the room around him. Of course, my mother was happy to see, see me and, and, uh, cause it had only been her and my father. And if he was gone, she were, she couldn't go to the grocery store or anything like that. She was very functional in areas that she knew, but so I, uh, for some reason, my dad got better. So the doctor said, well, you can go home and be comfortable there. Uh, but take care of yourself. Well, and, and I started working with my dad. He let me do that. Um, it was real funny. One, one thing that I did with him now, now my dad is military, so he has his belief system and his belief system is his belief system. And for me to do this energy work thing, it, it's like, you know, I was silly and, and stupid for doing it because I left the corporate world, but then I left the corporate world to have my own company. And, uh, um, and, and you, you just, you just don't know how the world works. You have to be in a be, be in a, for working in government 
over 20 people or in a corporation over 20 people, that's how you're successful. So this was blowing his mind totally that he got better and the doctors didn't know how he got better. So I put my hands on his shoulders one time. I, I, I had brought a massage table, put my hands on his shoulders and um, um, he had he had a congestive heart failure. So I'm putting my hands on his shoulders and all of a sudden his legs are moving around and kicking around. And he says, what's going on? And, and uh, I, I'm saying, I don't know. Well, they had edema in his feet. Okay, water going down to his feet. And the muscles were contracting to get that out of his system. And he said, no, no, this is, this is, you're doing something wrong. Stop. So I stopped. Well, I, I, um, um, I, I, my, this is like three or four weeks after the two weeks he was supposed to uh, not be there because of the congestive heart failure. But he also had kidney failure. He had um, three types of cancer. Uh, um, he was he was really in bad shape. He lived for 14 months. He lived till August of the following year, and he had a pretty good quality of life. He only went in the hospital three times, and each of those three times were to get the edema from his legs taken off. So I would call that pretty successful. Um, at the same time, no my kidding. mother, my mother was. Um, I, I get really good results. That's how come people um, uh, come to me. I, I, I do have all my marketing has been word of mouth, or I'll say ninety nine percent of it has been word of mouth. People would send their their friends to me, their family to me, that type of thing. So um, I, I was now with my mother. This would have been uh, August of. Um, 2005. And uh, um, I looked after her. Um, uh, there were some s- stories there, but basically she finally let me work on her eyes and she got her sight back to work. She could see people as they were walking by the sidewalk um, from her house for about, probably about 30 feet away. Wow. She could tell if they were male or female, which was a big thing to do because sometimes wow, it's hard to tell amazing. if you're male or female. <laughs> uh, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah. She had a really good quality <laughs> of life up until 2000, up until uh, 2010, February of 2010. Uh, um, so what I did is I, I essentially retired. I had private clients only in 2004, and I knew things were going on with my body. I have this gift to be able to give life to people. The life energy just comes out of my hands. It's very, very strong. In fact, I could project it to you right now, and you'd probably feel it. Can we do that real quick? Okay, I'm going to project energy yeah, to you. Of course. And tell me, am I projecting to your right shoulder or your left shoulder? Just pick one. Pick one that you're feeling. Oh, the pressure. Um, I feel, I'm going to say the left. Feeling? Okay, that's where I'm projecting the energy to. Okay. I can do it over, I can do it over the screen. I can do sessions on Zoom. I can do them on the phone. It's very powerful. Um, I can go and I can, I can, I, if, if, if someone has stuck energy in their head, I can go in, in either from a distance, a distance of say 20, 30, 50 feet. Um, I could, I could pull energy out that was stuck or get it moving. Okay. Cause you really don't destroy energy. You just change its form. Uh, when you get real technical about and it. And so you're doing that, you're doing that through projection. And is it a combination of that NLP, that neuro linguistic programming? Is it both? I don't know because I do this naturally. I just okay. put it, I just have the intention of okay. doing it and I do it naturally. And one of the biggest things that I'm wanting to do nowadays, and it's my mission, it's my mission nowadays is to teach others what I do. Because I honestly don't know what I do. And I'm doing my best to. I, I don't. I don't. I just do it. I just do it. It's a dichotomy. How do you teach it? I've got to <laughs> discover what it is, how I. It's, I've got to discover what it is that I do. And I've got a real good model, and the model is. Is in- there some sort of? I'm wondering if, um, ha- if if you have started teaching it, and if so, is there some sort of attunement between you and the, and the practitioner? And, and yes, I I have started teaching it, and I've I've thought I, I thought I was doing a good job of teaching, and there were uh, were a few people that got that that was that were able to do what I what I did, however, not as not as strongly or not as is um um the, not, not quite the same 
because while I learned traditional NLP and then some advanced NLP type things, I, I, I mentored with Wyatt Woodsmall. And Wyatt Woodsmall works mainly in the corporate world and with the military or government. And, um, and I, w- I was his mentor. And, and he um, um, uh, does something called modeling. Um, and modeling is discovering what the mindset, and what the techniques are, and what the thought patterns are and what the body's doing for those that have excellence or even what they're speaking for those that have excellence. And um, uh, so uh, like, um, have you heard of Tony Robbins? Okay. Um, And Tony taught the military how to improve their marksmanship. Well, Wyatt is the person, Wyatt Woodsmall is the person who put that together for, for, uh, for Tony. And um, uh, what you had to do is find out what the mindset was, what the thought patterns were of who is actually uh, uh, doing the shooting. Um, notice how they breathe and all these different things. Bring in these little small movements, the thoughts, the, the, the feelings that they're having about their body to do that. And that's what, what, what I'm going to be doing myself on me. I had, I had a very, very good NLP uh, um, trainer. Uh, who I also learned some really, really neat ways of figuring out how to get to the root cause of core issues, like the root cause of major diseases. Because unless you get rid of the root cause of a major disease, it's going to come back again. And and so you don't feel any pain, but all you're doing is just decreasing the pain, which means you're messing up some body in other ways. And when you look at the figures, 55, 60% of, um, of, of people over 50 uh, have uh, a chronic illness that they're going to die from. Not very, not a very good job is being done with that. But through um, something called metamedicine, which comes through a gentleman, um, a German doctor, Kurt Hammer, uh, where he discovered what the root cause was for cancer or how to get it out. It was a significant emotional experience, two to uh, somewhere between two to five years before the the occurrence of, of uh, the manifestation of the cancer to where it could be diagnosed um, is you've got oh, to. Oh, and is this to do with like, um, uh, weight, like ripples in the brain? Yes. Yes. You can take a CAT scan and, and yeah. that's like an X-ray. And, that and, is- well, yeah. well, I became, I became very good with uh, understanding what that was about. Not enough that I could diagnose because that took a radiologist to look at the CAT scan and figure that out. But, um, as it turned out, all the doctors that were trained like that, okay, they, they knew when it was, where it was, but how do you get rid of it? Uh, the only thing they knew was the, 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 uh, the, the, the specialty of medicine that they themselves were doing. So they just, they just tried their best within their own way. Um, uh, because of who I was and, and, and what I am, okay, uh, I call myself a shaman. Many do, and uh, the category, the um, categories within the meta medicine model, which came from Kurt ha- Kurt Hammer's uh, a group that he called the Germanic New Medicine, I believe. Uh, well, the the, the meta medicine was an offshoot, and um, Richard Fluke was the uh, was a master trainer, the only master trainer uh, uh, for within meta medicine. So um, I studied with him for two years mentored with him and, and, and we were, we were both NLP trainers. Uh, um, and, um, uh, and, and I came up with, with a way to do it, but, but it's basically you, you go into one of the major, major, uh, categories, uh, um, and then depending on the symptoms, you can get five questions, um, five statements and work with those and, and clear the, that out of a, out of a person, for example. And I just give one example, someone who has problems with their, muscular skeletal system, um, uh, that is the, the bones or the muscles, you know, so a, a stuck knee or, uh, okay, their problem is they're, they're, they're not good enough or they're not worthy. And if I just go in and in a core root way, clear that, that they are worthy, that that will essentially, and, and then go back and clear that uh, um, at the earliest possible memory that they have of it, and generally, this memory goes back to very early, very, very early, maybe in the womb or maybe, maybe back in, in um, uh, hereditary because we 
get a lot of things from a hereditary or, ge- or genealogically, um, and maybe even a past life. Now, I can't prove past lives, but if someone says they got better by believing in a past life, I'm all for it. Okay. So, yeah, so you, you work with that, you clear that up, and, um, um, and then you take, and, and, and after that's cleared up, uh, I, I use several techniques to do that. Um, one kind of tied to, uh, um, to why it would small and also to um, NLP is um, timeline therapy. And if you can go back before time and clear up whatever the um, uh, significant emotional experience was and get it, get it back to neutral, uh, um, uh, you can make your way back to now and, 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 and essentially clear up all those other past patterns. Now, it takes, takes a few hours or a few days to, to let that settle in. But I can do one or two or three sessions with a person and clear that up. So how much of that is you working behind the scenes, like on behalf of the client? And how much of it is working with the client on the conscious plane so that they can kind of process it? I mean, people approach things in different ways where some healers, like they can do it, you know, the other person doesn't really have to be engaged or even like know that it's happening in the, in that moment, you know, as long as they have permission, they can do it kind of on their own time while the other person is going about their day and they're kind of doing whatever their modality is. And some people, you know, it takes that connection and that conscious connection on the conscious plane where they're working together. So which, which way does it work with for you? The way that I'm doing now is when I'm working with a person together. Okay. Um, I just find that it's more permissive and, and it's, um, it's easier to do and it's longer lasting. Uh, um, a lot depends on what the issue is and the severity and what all else is going on. Because if you have a problem with, with say, your, your left little finger, more than likely there's other things going on with your body, like maybe in your kidney or, or the left knee. So everything interrelates with everything. And um, um, what I actually prefer to do nowadays is to work with a person and, and when, I'm doing a, when I'm doing a transformational experience, okay? Or when I'm doing some uh, crystalline energetics, working with the energy of the body. So I I, I prefer to work with with someone, uh, li- and I can do this in groups, and I can do it on Zoom, on a phone, um, and and in person. Uh, all right, and that's what I can do, and and I get pretty, good, I get very good results. And the ability to do that, and and how I do it, that's what I want to teach. When I'm working with someone now on a serious core issue. Uh, um, uh, uh, I, I get involved in that, uh, and, and I like to have the back and forth. However, I really don't like all the details. And if someone has to tell me all the details or what the doctor told them they had and all this, I just, I just say, I just, it's, I, I, I totally want to stay away from that. I work with the symptoms, like where's the pain? What's the level of the pain? What's the emotional? What's the emotion? Emotion is a glue. That's holding. That's what's actually holding the pain in place. And to dissolve the glue, you have to dissolve the emotion. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And you can actually do that yeah. in talking with someone when they're in a trance state. A trance state is like hypnosis. Okay, I'm also a master hypnotist. And um, uh, and in doing that, working with the emotion and saying the emotion reduces, see that gone, and all that. That's the way to, 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 to get rid of the glue that's holding everything together. It's amazing. And it, it's so, um, it's, a, it's I, I just really appreciate hearing different people's approaches and how they see the, the workings of how the physical and the emotional and the spiritual and how they all combine. I know that I and listeners of the podcast have probably heard me talk about this before, but I had a um, an experience um, a few weeks ago, a few months ago. I can't remember now. It was relatively recently, and um, I was 
like my, I just was sort of shown how the body, um, stores like the, the traumas. And it's, it's like, we're these like kind of layered beings and it goes across lifetimes. It goes throughout timelines and, and we're carrying it all within us and the importance of the emotion to it. And it, and it all has to be seen in order to be processed and released. And that was a really big, important thing that it showed me is that until we actually um, are aware of it, whether it's the emotional trauma or the physical trauma, because so often we don't want to see it, right? So we, we, we file it away and we think that we're protecting ourselves by not looking at it, you know, not looking at the trauma, either whether it's emotional or physical. And it's it was evident. It was just this knowing of like once you do witness it, once you do see it, then it allows it to be processed and released. But it's going to hang in there until we do that. So I loved how you talk about um, the glue you know, that the emotions are the glue that's kind of keeping that, uh, that pain in there. That's a beautiful way to put it. I've also heard it talked about, like, I can't remember if I heard it very recently. Somebody talked about it being either magnetic or electric. I think it was magnetic, but it's like the emotion is the magnetism that's kind of keeping it there, which also really resonated. But yeah, it's super, super interesting. And, and, uh, and, the simplicity of it. I mean, I know it's a takes mastery as well, of course, but it's also, you know, uh, simplistic, which is really important as well. Yeah, well, when you're talking about magnetic fields or electrical fields, those can those that's those those are essentially glue, also. As you're talking frequencies, and and um, uh, uh, so. So the metaphors are really there, and we can also feel, as opposed to have to see everything, because some of us can see real well um, on on different levels. Um, uh, others feel, or or they or they can hear things. Okay, kind of like the VAK, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, olfactory, and gustatory. So, <clears throat> so if you can work with one of those levels, and we're all different how we do that. And, and yes, in the U.S. these days, um, uh, people are more visual. But at one time, uh, uh, the visual, auditory, and kinesthetic used to be the, at the same levels of, of, um, of, of what people sense, both consciously and also when they were unconscious or subconscious. So, so uh, you 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 just you yeah. just work with the others, and I, and what I do is I adapt to uh, to what a person's most comfortable with, and that's that's why uh, why I ask for a repre- a feeling, or or where is the where is the discomfort in the body, and and then describe that discomfort, and um um and then what emotion is there, and what's the level of that emotion, and that's how what I how I what I work with with a person in doing doing sessions. Uh, for for deep deep core issues, clearing up issues, because uh, um, that's so much easier to work with, and it's so much easier for the client to uh, 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 to do, and 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 for the client to have privacy, because I don't need yeah. to know the person's name or anything like that. Just need to know uh, uh, did that in, did that increase the pain level or lower it, or did that change the colors or or did that change the physical sensation? Is it heavier? And I, I just went from visual to to uh, to uh, kinesthetic. Kinesthetic meaning feeling. Kinesthetic. Yeah. Right, right. So let's go back to you talked about the crystals and how you've mm-hmm. been very um, attracted to crystals, and I know that you have a lot of crystals on hand. Um, how do crystals play into the work that you do and also um, in people's own self-healing? How can they, are there particular crystals that you recommend um, that people be on the lookout for? And is that something that you work with people on? 
The crystals, um, first of all, let me talk about a few definitions. Crystals are, are a category of quartz, which are um, uh, uh, which is very specific, silicon dioxide. The different colors are there for impurities. Uh, uh, so really, uh, min- the word mineral should be more used when talking about anything that's a rock. And, um, and yet, so many people interused, interused uh, just use the same general word. Oh, that's quartz, that's crystal, that's... Uh, um, uh, and it turns out that when you go to buy a particular mineral or a mineral, just because you know the name doesn't mean that's what you're getting. And even if... Um, oh, really? Even, oh, really is correct. And even if it's the same crystal from the same mine, it may have different impurities in it from a vein, say, 10 feet away or a foot away. An impurity will change the, the, um, uh, the characteristics of what a mineral or a crystalline object or a crystal or a quartz uh, in a very, very small piece. Um, a little bit earlier, I showed you a little piece of something white called a Lemurian starseed crystal. And um, uh, the size of that, I showed you, it was inside a little small plastic bag. How big would you say that was? Oh, wow. I mean, it was like a smaller than a grain of rice, it looked like. Try, try smaller than a grain of, um, of fine, extra fine of salt. sand? Sand. No, extra fine salt. Sand's too big. Uh, okay, it is. But that okay. little bitty, bitty yeah. piece, and I call it Lemurian starseed, Lemurian starseed, um, that will will amplify the effects of another type crystal uh, 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 two times or ten times and have a totally different effect. So it's a combination of, of, uh, of what you're using um, and actually what stone you are using. Uh, um, I, I really, I really can't, I'm really unable to, um, to tell people buy this particular stone and, and do, do, and, 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 and they'll help you out. There, there are too many other things that you have to do. And the biggest thing is you have big issues and small issues, but, but I'll, I'll say that, um, I'll say first what I do and, and then what I recommend. Um, I will use crystals, um, uh, very, very, what I call rare earth minerals. The rare earth minerals are, are real unique. They're very expensive. <clears throat> they fall in a category of diamonds, um, though, I, though I don't use diamonds because I find that other stones are better for working with the body. Uh, Lemurian starseed crystals, they're priced by the carat or, or, or by the gram. Okay, they're very expensive, very rare. Uh, they're self-clearing. Uh, they're, they're, they they um, will, 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 will do many things. Um, eight categories that I have, too, too long for this podcast here. Perhaps we could do another one. Uh, but um, I'm finding that uh, uh, um, it's important that I personally instruct someone how to work with these type of stones. Uh, there are very few people that know how to use them. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give a name of one that's readily available. Uh, you can buy it in a store. It's called uh, Kyanite, K-Y-A-N-I-T-E. Um, anything else, I'm not sure what you're going to get. Okay, and you can buy a piece of Kyanite at a, a at a um, we'll say a crystal store for ten dollars. And, and still have good experiences. But you can put that on your body and it will relieve pain just by doing that. And um, um, it's a, just a small piece of kyanite will help. Now, it will depend what's going on with the body. Like if it's a, a sciatica nerve and you've had that condition for 10 years, okay, you're going to need a little bit more. Uh, in fact, what you're going to have to do uh, is get back to the core issue. Um, in fact, the, the secret working of with uh, uh, chronic pain issues is to clear up the core issue, uh, um, uh, along with rebuilding. Because whenever you rebuild a, a body, um, a human body that's been deformed, okay, it's it's uh, it's no longer perfect blueprint. To get it back to perfect blueprint, or to 
to create or original, um, you've got to got to have four things. You have to have an extra energy source, um, an extra magnetic source, electronic source, what have you. Um, uh, uh, you can measure it. Uh, we can talk electronics. Um, healing is voltage by Jerry Tennant. He has a series of books. His last name T E N N A N T, and um, he, he describes what this voltage is. He's a he's a doctor, um, an MD who 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 uh, uh, took care of himself energetically. So you'll need to get that in there. And and, it, and it's so precise um, how Jerry does it that um, you can say the healthy cells uh, have um, uh, uh, a measurement, a voltage measurement of minus 22 millivolts. And uh, cells that have been deformed have um, a higher, uh, have a different measurement, and that's a plus um, uh, uh, 30, 40, uh, uh, plus 30 is cancer uh, millivolts. But these are signals that most people can't even see or think, or, or, or they're, they're, they're even tough to measure with electronics instrumentation. And these, what I'm talking about is, is the, the fluids around the body. Um, when, um, when I came across um, the, the books that Jerry wrote, and, and I read them, and they're, and they're really good, um, uh, it really attracted my interest because hey, I started out as an electrical electronics engineer. And here we're talking about someone getting better by working with voltages that can be measured. You have my attention. As it turns out. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you have my (laughs) attention. So as it turns out, pH, which is the the acidic or alkaline, it's the same thing as, as, um, uh, uh, um, as, as millivolts or microvolts, um, potential hydrogen, you measure. You can measure the voltage. It's just a different scale. It's a log- logarithmic scale. That's and 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 I, and I saw that. And I went, wow! Now I can use all my electronics. Well, I actually I actually got a blessing from that a long time ago when I, uh, Marcel Vogel. If you're familiar with him, uh, he's an IBM yeah uh, senior scientist. Well, I um um uh, Marcel is is uh, one of my mentors also, and I knew him back in the '80s. And he's passed already, uh, but um, uh, because of who he was, he he holds oh, he holds over a hundred patents. Uh, now Marcel Marcel passed away several years ago, back in the nineties, but he holds several patents, uh, including the LED, uh, like over a hundred, and uh, uh, real serious. And I went, wow! If this guy, if he's using this energy work, this will validate it from. An electronics point of view, this will bring the first part of my life together. So I had real strong interest in it, and it did. Okay, and that's when I'm saying I'm I'm bringing the best of um, of engineering, which is uh, same given, same result with with electronics and science. Okay, along with all this woo woo type stuff. That's not really woo woo. It's just things that that. Um, uh, that are explained from a different point of view and using the old Newtonian laws of physics because there's something, something called uh, quantum physics that actually explains how some of these, some of the, how the body works and, and how different, different parts of, of the world work, like levitating, okay, uh, uh, which really, really attracted me more uh, bringing things together. But to come back, come back to to really heal the body, to get back to perfect blueprint, you've got to have a, a boost of voltage. You've got to have nutrition, proper nutrition, getting to the cells, inside the cells, not just in the mouth. Because the GI tract is where most of the problems are these days uh, for various reasons. You've also got to have the toxins out of the body, metal toxins, um, uh environmental toxins, people toxins, parasites, parasites. Uh, you got to have those out of the body. That's three things so far. And the fourth is, is, um, is, is good sleep, high quality sleep in a parasympathetic state, which, which would likely be REM. I, I believe that's REM sleep also just a deep sleep. That's when your body rebuilds. It doesn't rebuild like when we're talking right here um, or, or, or you're driving, or you're driving your car. 
or or you're out running that's or, or you're working or on the phone getting yelled at um that's that's parasympathetic fight or flight so those four things is what you've got to have for the body to heal sympathetic yeah thank you sympathetic yeah the stress state would be sympathetic yeah you're correct yes sympathetic parasympathetic would be the regeneration i I, I, I get all excited sometimes and my words run together yeah (laughs) my thoughts run together yeah i totally i totally get it yeah 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 i'm excited right now I'm excited right now because I'm excited with you because of you, and I'm, I'm I'm talking about this, and this is what I want to get out to people. But I want to come back to me personally because you ask, well, what did you continue to do after after 2010? My body was run down, my mind was run down, and I essentially was in recovery mode, and I did hardly anything except what I had to do for several years, and I knew something was wrong. I didn't know what it was. And, um, uh, and, and I, and I could take the time because I, I had done quite well. And, um, so I just said, well, I'm, I'm going to take an early retirement. And, um, my girlfriend at the time, things were going well and, and, uh, she had some problems. So I said, well, let's go to Dr. Tennant. And she said, okay. Uh, cause Dr. Tennant will, uh, uh Jerry Tennant, he's in the Dallas area. I'm, I'm, I'm close to the Dallas area. Um, uh, and, um, uh, and, and, and she got some good good help there, and I was there in the in the during the exam and all that with her. And um, she said, "Now I want you to go." <laughs> and I went, "Oh my god!" Oh. So she she grabbed me by the <laughs> ear almost, and was grabbing me by the ear, and I went in, and I had Jerry examine me. So I could only lift up my hand so far. I I, I limped a little bit, and as it turned out, I had rheumatoid arthritis, and it was fairly severe. Um, I had thyroid problems. So finally, I, t- I took a, a, a medicine that was made up by, in a specialty type pharmacy. And that cleared up within, within, uh, within a year, within a, couple year, within a couple years. So I no longer had to take that medication. That's, that was the only medication I'd taken in about 40 years. Uh, but, uh, but I did all these other wow. alternative things because I had to get my, uh, my body together. And right around the same time, I came across a Chinese um, uh, doctor who is an MD. And, and by the way, I did eat pretty well myself. I thought I was doing real well. I thought I was really, really doing w- real well. I went vegetarian back in uh, 76, and I did that for over 10 years. But, but I still had something wrong with me. So anyway, um, coming back uh, um, to the next century, uh, um, I said, well, okay, uh, Dr. Tony, Tony Zong. He has an he has an MD. He has a uh, uh, in Western Western medicine and Eastern medicine. He has a PhD in molecular pharmacology and a PhD in molecular biology. And he um, um, he and, and I and I went to see him. Um, his meth his methodologies and in, in uh, guidance and also all the things that I was doing in terms of changing my mindset. I was working on me. And having some friends that I have working on me, um, uh, in 2017, um, I was getting a lot of pressure letters from the insurance company, uh, and they said, "Well, you've got to have, um, you've got to go see a rheumatologist because you're diagnosed with RA, rheumatoid arthritis." And I said, "No, no, I'm not going to go." They said, "Okay, well, you have to take these tests, and you have to." Um, and we'll see what happens. I took these tests. There's, they were supposedly real, um, real expensive, and and I, I no longer had rheumatoid arthritis. It, oh, it, the wow. test said, "Do you have none?" And I went, "Okay." Wow. So so um, I'm no way am I going to see a rheumatologist. And I continued and continued, and I've continued to get better. My deformed joints are no longer there. I do have some problems with my toes. But I can now squat. I can wow. turn my back. All right, I healed myself. It's for this reason that I'm getting out and wanting to teach people what I do, because I believe I got some got some insight from spirit, okay, from Creator as to how to do this better. And I, I really, really want to teach. Teach. That's what I want to teach to people. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really beautiful and amazing. Um, 
I am sure that you have piqued some interest here. So if there are people who want to connect with you and learn, like how do, how would they go about connecting with you to, um, you know, start to go down this path if they want to learn more about how to, how to work with you either as a client or to become a practitioner? Um, please um, email me. It's the best way right now. Charles 721. Okay, put the 721 in there. Charles 721 at sent.com. Sent like you sent a letter from the post office. I've, um, I live in the country and I, um, I don't really have um, um, a web page or, or a Facebook thing because I, I don't have access to internet. I can't thank you enough for our time together today. This has just been so much fun and so informative and activating. Um, and I thank you for coming out of retirement and for heeding the call um, to help so many at this time because the the experience that you have and the initiations that you've gone through um, have just created this wealth of, of really practical knowledge um, that is just going to be so, uh, so uh, valuable in this time, so imperative in this time. So I thank you for putting yourself out again um, and, and, and uh, interacting with the public and sharing your knowledge um, and especially for being here today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. You're very, very welcome. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love for you to do me one quick favor, which is to think of one person who would benefit from hearing this content. Let them know you're thinking of them by sharing this episode with them right now. Thank you. And I look forward to the next meditation conversation.